Let's start. It's almost 1030. Hang on one second. I got to open this uh, kombucha here. Kombucha. That stuff's gross. All right, that was the uh, the crack of the kombucha, so we can we can officially kombucha. start the podcast. What yeah. flavor kombucha? It's uh, blood orange, carrot, and ginger. That's uh, not a fan of carrot, <laughs> but I do like ginger and I do like blood orange. But every kombucha I've ever had, the amount of vinegar and the flavor was too much for me. This is pretty good because. Um, the ginger really blends well with the vinegar to where yeah. you t- the ginger is slightly more like slightly stronger than um the vinegar kind of taste but i i do like it um i had this one last week and enjoyed it so much that uh i bought two more bottles i bought one at the grocery store so gotcha but um so should we start with oh man i could start with either music or sports because there's been so much going on um in general, in either field. Because one yeah. thing I definitely want to mention is, uh, let's let's start here. So, okay. <clears throat> so the first thing I want to talk is uh, music game soundtracks. And I want to throw a question out to you because uh, I know this isn't, video games aren't a topic uh, that we that we would discuss on this podcast unless it was like an out-of-bounds topic. But how it can tie it into what we talk about is music and soundtracks for video games. So this past week, one of my favorite games uh, released on Friday. It's like a series. Um, it's called Life is Strange. And it's like a really good storytelling game. It's really focused on that more than like gameplay or anything. But the soundtracks have been really good. So for the first game, I tried it on a whim because uh, it was free and really loved the soundtrack actually ended up buying it on vinyl it was a a cool mix of like indie music as well um so it had like Foles and alt j and uh i'm trying to think of who else was on it um but like some kind of like indie kind of sounding it was a really good soundtrack and then um for the second game which was called before the storm i'm trying to think that was I think that was the second game. Uh, Daughter actually curated, like did the soundtrack. They didn't just curate. They actually made songs. Yeah. So they did instrumentals. They had songs with lyrics um, or words with singing in it. So it was a really cool soundtrack. There was a record store day release on Black Friday one year. And then uh, the the most, uh, Life is Strange. It's for, I think, I think they have it for all the systems. And then um, they have this this one. I did look up because there was a, there was a, another one that was a sequel. I'm trying to think. And it was called Before. The, okay, so before the so there's this one. There was Before the Storm, which did have some. They had two versions. So there was the daughter soundtrack, which did the whole soundtrack of the game. But there was also a few songs like they used Ben Howard. Black Flies was one of the songs. Okay. And uh, they did a, a different like a, a physical release of the game. And it had like a seven inch, like two seven inch records with it. And it had a couple daughter tracks and it had a couple other like other songs used in the game. So they did a third Life is Strange game, which didn't involve the original characters, neither the other game. And it was actually just a soundtrack. It wasn't like the other two games. And I still haven't finished that game. It's, it's my, I, I don't know. I, I just never picked it up. Uh, I will, but I just haven't. 
it doesn't like I said, it doesn't tie into the other characters. It ties into like the overall story ish in a way. From what I've played, I've only played one episode of it. So, um, but this new game uh, does have a soundtrack. I looked it up. I know Phoebe Bridgers is on it, so I just want to get that out there. Uh, I forget which song. I want to say Scott Street, but I could be wrong. But uh, I'm looking forward to playing this game because I bought it Friday. Uh, it's the deluxe edition, so I get the remastered versions of one and two uh, when they come out for PlayStation Four and five when i eventually get a five i'll have that as well and i get all the bonus content um and it was a little bit more but it was worth it to have all those extra things because I, I i love the series and i'm looking forward to seeing how the soundtrack is weaved into the game and if i hear any new songs in it so it's probably one of my favorite game soundtracks and i bought the vinyl and i paid a lot for the vinyl. i think i paid like 100 to 125 for you know a single record of like you know whatever 20 maybe not even 20 mm-hmm. songs and so um they got me thinking, like, do you have, I don't know how many, maybe you don't play video games, but do you have maybe even, like, years ago, remember how Madden soundtrack was such a big thing, like, to get on the oh, Madden yeah. soundtrack? Or just looking forward to that being released. So that's one, another soundtrack. Like, I remember when Vic was on the cover, and, like, that's how I discovered Thrice, by the way, was was Madden. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I definitely remember there was being a big thing. Um, there was a... Uh, Maybe it was a Need for Speed game. I don't remember exactly, uh, but it was one of those like car games, and it wasn't a GTA. Uh, Cruising USA. Yeah, so I think it was like Need for Speed or something like that. Um, that sounds about right, actually. Or Grand did Grand Turismo actually have? I haven't played Grand Turismo in a very long time. I can't remember if it had a soundtrack or not. I mean, I I know there's know, music, I but I didn't know if they were actual songs. I didn't go past Super Speed did, Nintendo. though. Yeah, I'm just completely oh. out. I don't know. <laughs> I had roommates that had them, and he yeah. had a game. Maybe it was Need for Speed. They had a really good soundtrack. Um, and I remember it had... I can't remember the name of the band, but it had a song on it. I was actually telling someone about this the other day. It, they were they were like a indie band with a little bit of electronic in them. So before that was like super popular and everybody was doing it. Chinese but they guns? had this. No, it wasn't them. I know who they are. I just can't remember this band's name. I even saw this band live in college. But anyways. Oh, okay they had a song on there that we would play over and over. And all I can remember is I'll Google it while we're talking, but all I can remember is the chorus where the it's, it was the guy singing and he had kind of a monotone voice and it was, it was an honest mistake. Oh, the bravery. Yes. The bravery. Yeah. It's yes. honest, that's a great song. Uh, yeah. It came is. Out like when, uh, when uh, the killers first started and I think that, that they actually were signed to the same label. They were signed to Island and uh, yeah, that makes a lot yeah. of sense, but that was, a, that's a great song. I have it on a seven inch by the way. <laughs> oh, nice. That's, that's pretty cool. But yeah, I got to see them live at a Halloween cool. show in Tallahassee for free. I've never been to a Halloween show. Um, I had tickets for one nope. and, and it was after I moved here uh, back here from Nashville I had tickets to see Fanagram on Halloween night and I'd never been to a Halloween show. I was really looking forward to it, but then I wasn't able to make it back down to Nashville. Um, gotcha. So I, I didn't get to go. 
Someday, someday. Maybe you should tell people where here um, is, or are you afraid they'll stalk you? I don't think they'll stalk you. No, I don't. I'm not. I live in Morgantown, West Virginia, and it's like an hour because no one's going to know where that is. So it's like an hour and fifteen to an hour and a half south of Pittsburgh. Uh, so that's kind of okay. that's kind of the area I grew up and whatnot. But I am here. Um, so when it comes to music, uh, I wanted to. I was thinking. What we should do is next week, either on when we record on Saturday, I'm sorry, Sunday or Monday night, because uh, right. I can do either, um, exposing a little Same. bit of blueprint here. But um, I would say when we record next week, let's go heavy into Furnace Fest, because <laughs> oh, sure. I feel like that one yeah. we should do mainly Furnace Fest, and maybe we do like 15 to a half hour of sports, because we can recap a little bit of the stuff. Um, right, sports we can wise, talk but, about sports. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to touch on one thing uh, regarding Furnace Fest is they announced the Thursday Full Collapse will be their second of five vinyl pressings exclusive for the festival. Um, and I know you were pretty excited about this one. So do you want to go yeah, into that? Yeah, really. Like, why are you really, so excited for that one? Well, I mean, Thursday is one of my favorite bands. Um, this is a great album, many songs, but the the song "Understanding in a Car Crash" in a car crash. Um, it's it's just an amazing song. It's probably one of my top ten favorite songs, uh, and it's on that album. So yes, I very very much want it. I am gonna be very disappointed in myself if I don't get the Furnace Fest exclusive of that vinyl, which there's only 500 copies. Yeah, it's, it's like a, I think it's half of what uh, Taking Back Sunday is, because Taking Back Sunday, I think, is a 1,000. Wow. Yeah, I didn't read how many Taking Back was, but there's only 500 copies of the Taking... I'm sorry, of the Thursday one. It's their second album. Can it's I the have- album they blew up on. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that is a staple of, like, the scene. Oh, it is. I don't think that's too much that. of an exaggeration. I think that that record is very good. I like it. Uh, I just purchased it within the last, say, six months to nine months uh, on, like, a whatever the yellow variant was, whatever pressing. I, I don't, sometimes don't care about pressing. Uh, sometimes I'll go color. Um, but I just purchased it for not a bad price. I think it was, like, 35 or 40 which is it's high for that record because you could probably get – 20 to 25 but i didn't you know i didn't know if it was going to be repressed they haven't been doing many pressings of um victory bands in a while so right um, i think it's a good cop if you get it um because it's a great record like i said i think it's a staple of the scene and you're absolutely right i remember like they were one of the first bands i heard with like say like screaming in it uh from probably the pure volume or whatnot days i don't i think that was around when pure volume was like pretty pretty high that's that's uh, kind of how i heard them and i remember that was the first song i heard from that record was understanding in a car crash or i think that's what it's called and i re- <laughs> really like that song too i think it's great so yeah dude i um i am very very focused on getting that album so i i, I gotta there's only 500, so they're going to go. They're going to probably go fast. Yeah. I have to make sure I get that. Um, I mean, 
for any listeners that maybe do not partake in the collection of vinyl, or at least not to the level we this do. This is not the podcast for you. <laughs> <laughs> or at least half of a portion of every episode may yeah. not be the podcast for you. But I have True. I have full collapse on vinyl. It's a oh okay. It's a normal black vinyl. It sounds mm-hmm. fine. That album wasn't the most amazing recording back then. They weren't a big band yet. Um, now the yeah. album before it called Waiting is a pretty terrible recording, to be honest. But uh, it's the level they were at at the time. Anyways, it sounds fine. But this special edition silver variant specifically for Furnace Fest, if you're a collector, that's a big deal. It's like a limited edition book if you're a book collector or, you know, I mean, it's a big deal. There's only 500 of them that's going to exist, period. And they're and it's like a cool thing to have. Yes, it's like, cool it's like a memento from the event that you attended. And it's just, it's cool to have it, even though, you know, that thing has been pressed a lot. Like, it's been pressed probably at least yeah. a dozen times easily. But I'm just saying, like, to have that pressing, even though it is, like, maybe a 13th pressing or something, it's going to have more value because you could only get it at the festival or if they have any remaining copies at um, Seasick Records on that Friday. So it's it's very limited to where you can get it. <laughs> so Right. Yeah. So, like... We have not yet been told what the actual schedule is of this of the festival. No, I'm hoping than, this week. Right. Well, we know what bands play what days, and we know who headlines. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we don't know what time each of these bands will be on. So that's something yet to find out. Uh, which it makes sense that they haven't told us yet. It just builds the uh, the anticipation. But also, we don't know what time gates are, at least I on Friday. I do know what time the, the bands start. I know that's not the gate times, um, okay. but I know the bands start at at noon. The, oh, the schedule okay. that I saw online, it starts at noon every day and will end at 11. So right. that's kind of good so, because by the time we get back, it's still like 1130-ish at the Airbnb because right. we're, we're really close. So – that's pretty right. good. That's it's not a, too bad because, you know, for me in sleep is why I say that because I don't get a whole lot of sleep when we yeah, go to these. Exactly. I go to these We're going to be tired. We're yeah. going to be tired. Um, I'm just thinking to make sure I'm one of those 500 people that gets yeah. this vinyl because it's going to go yeah. super fast. That's that's I, I feel the same way. And I know there's more of them, but I feel the same way about taking back Sunday because I don't have that record and I've been wanting to buy it. And I feel like it's a landmark album um, for like I said, for that whole scene as well. And so that's why I, re- and I, I want that because like if I don't I don't plan to buy the um, the Thursday one since I just bought that one copy. But um, I don't there could be others I get there. Um, I'm going to a record store day probably at least on. Uh, if I don't go Wednesday, I'll definitely go Thursday, uh, depending right. when I get in and whatnot. Um, and then if I buy, I, I feel like there's going to be other merch too. Cause I, I remember I sent you the cassette thing as well over the past weekend. Like I don't right. plan on buying a lot of cassettes or anything, but 
I'm used to going to like say big festivals like this that are three days. I'm used to there not being merch there other than maybe a booth or two. And it's mainly like festival merch, not actual individual band merch. Like when I went to Oceaga yeah. and when I went to GovBall, neither of those had band merch. Like you could buy, I bought a festival t-shirt at GovBall, but that was pretty much it. Like they didn't really have, like I couldn't go buy a Kanye shirt. Um, right. When he played GovBall yeah. that year. Gotcha. Yeah, see, I haven't done, like, a true festival in quite some time, but there was, like, a whole merch tent where pretty much all the bands had a table or two tables. Like, yeah, there was there was plenty of merch at the festivals I went to back in the day. I remember, I remember uh, let's, Warp Tour, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do yeah. remember buying a decent amount there. I could see that, yeah. All right, so anyways, though, well, let's save. We wanted to talk about that vinyl because we're very excited yeah. about that vinyl. But let's save most of Furnace Fest talk, again, like we were saying, for next week. For next week, we yeah, because still- it's like right before it. And uh, <laughs> someone's repping a Juju jersey at the game. I just want to point that out real quick. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, so we uh, – Also, we, may- I'm is- hoping still like w- at least once or twice we can record – from the festival like not maybe not the festival itself but like the you know being down there for the festival would be cool yeah that would be cool if we can work it out if we're just not too tired but uh exactly right right now we're waiting on um our distribution to go through our first episode episode zero is not published yet as we're recording this because they're taking their time but anyways we'll figure we'll we definitely should try to record while we're there, even if it's just like a bonus or something. But yeah. But let's talk some sports um, okay. before we go too deep into music. Um, so it's Monday night. We both have the Monday night football game, which actually matters yeah. to me more, maybe more so than you, because my starting yeah. quarterback and one of my starting receivers is playing tonight. And neither one of them have done that much, especially the receiver. Uh, but I have I have a receiver for the Baltimore Ravens, old, uh, Mark Andrews. And I also have their quarterback, Lamar Jackson. And I'm already losing. Don't really have a shot of winning this first game of the fantasy season. But... I was expecting, I mean, Lamar's doing all right, but he, uh, there's not been many throws at all to Andrew. So that I was hoping for a little bit better, but I just want to say for those that haven't listened to episode zero, if you want to hear my complaints of how the fantasy draft went down, (coughs) um, uh, go back. I won't rehash those. Well, let me just tell you. Is, is the ghost of Travis Kelsey in fantasy football haunting you because he's on the TV right now? Oh, yeah. He's definitely haunting me being on the television. He also was on He also was on the team of my opponent this week, and he did extremely well, while some of my guys that should have done decent didn't even do decent. Um, but, yeah, he's definitely – uh, haunting me because that was my number one pick. And like I said, you can go and listen to episode zero 
if you want to hear me uh, explain how that went down. But needless to say, things have not improved. I have Gronkowski. He was projected to get five points this past Thursday. So I left him on my bench. Gronkowski in our league, which is a non-PPR league, so I don't even want to know what he did in a PPR. But he brought in 21. So he 21 points I could have had. Yeah. That I did not get at all because he was only projected to get five. Then to make it worse. But in all fairness, I would have yes. started Mark Andrews at tight end over him as well. Like, oh, yeah, just, I'm still. I did. Yeah. I wouldn't have expected Gronk to just destroy like that. Like, I would have ex- honestly, the way Gronk looked last year, I would have expected probably like 30 to 40 yards, at, at, like maybe at most and possibly a touchdown, but like, right. eh, not guaranteed. It'd be like a maybe 50% chance of a touchdown and like 30 to 40 yards. And he just like went off. Like, he, I'm pretty sure he had over 100 yards receiving and was, two he touchdowns. Did he did crazy. Whereas Stefan Diggs, which is like my top receiver, did only got me like five points. No, six points. That was it. He didn't. Derrick not. Henry got me seven. So, yeah. <laughs> Derrick Henry did nothing this week. And it's funny because I have Derrick Henry, I have Dalvin Cook, um, AJ Brown, I think he's you know he's a pretty high ranked receiver, top ten I would say. If you were gonna rank yeah. receiver, he's probably close to the you know maybe nine or ten something like that. Um, but all of those guys are getting outscored, or at least I haven't looked uh, right now. It's in the fourth quarter, so I haven't I didn't pay attention at all to the third quarter. But right. the first half, um, Tyshawn Williams outscored all of those guys <laughs> in just well. not even a full half. And he had like 14 – he had 14.5 points already for me in fantasy. And I was like, geez, like this guy's going off. And I'm so glad I picked him up as soon as I saw Gus Bus went down with an injury. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, was that like, was a yes. good move by you. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I um, – old, old uh, Debo Samuel. Oh, he went off, man. He had like 189 yards receiving or something like that. Yeah, dude. I'm very happy to have him. He did. He brought. He he brought me almost 26 points. That's yeah, because because he he got uh, 189 yards receiving. He had one touchdown for sure, and then you got the bonus because he went over 175 yards. Because I have it. Oh, I'm sorry, 150 yards. Because I have a sit in our league to where you get. A bonus for 100, a bonus for 150, and a bonus for 200. So you can get four points bonus if you would, because that's because it never happens. Almost, it's very rare a, um, a running back or a receiver gets over 200 yards. So I feel like the, that should be rewarded because that's pretty impressive. You had a good yeah, day. You deserve sure. that extra two extra points for sure. Yeah. So I mean, that's why I am though with with uh, fantasy. If um, if I had played Gronk. I would have a chance in, to win this week, depending on how tonight's game goes. I already lost. <laughs> and I oh, lost yeah. to, to basically two players. I basically lost to Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes and uh, Tyreek Hill. Because those were the two she really, really wanted. Uh, and Chrissy just killed me. And then she sent me a text. She's like, did I really just beat you with two players this week? And I was like, 
Yes. <laughs> yes, you did. Wow. Because the yeah. only one that showed up this week for me was Jalen Hurts. Everyone else sat down. No, granted, Cook, if you give me like about 15 points out of a running back, that's okay. I'm not going to complain. I know he gets higher or his ceiling's higher, but 15 points is nothing. Like, I'm okay. I'm not going to scoff at 15 points, but he really had 16. He had that fumble. I watched the overtime. They had a fumble in overtime where it had been 16. Um, right. But yeah, I, I lost basically just because no one else showed up on my team. Like everyone just pfft, nothing. It was awful. Yeah. If I had, if I had played Gronk, which I still don't know if I want to start him because it's just, yeah, I don't know if he's going to do that again, but anyways, Cowboys defense played, is not good. <laughs> the Cowboys defense is terrible. Yeah, exactly. That's part of it too. If I had played Gronk, and then if both if and um, if Andrews and Lamar like hooked up a few times for like a touchdown tonight, mm-hmm. I likely could have won. But I because of not playing Gronk, just the way things fell, it uh it's it's very very unlikely you win this I week could, at all yeah yeah well, well that's like uh yeah you're down right now like 40 points, points. Or, and, yeah and i mean if you went into this game needing 40 points that might be doable but not this late in the game you're not going to get 40 right points. now right, what hurt exactly. me is with her having Mahomes and hill when they connected on that really long bomb, I was like, if it would have yep. been to anybody else, I would have been okay because it wouldn't have – but you get that bonus for Hill. You get that bonus for Mahomes, and it's like overkill. So it, she had 70 points, 70.38 points in just Mahomes and Hill. It was awful. I mean for me, it was awful. It was great for her. I had Hill in another league and yeah. loved it because he got me right. probably close. To, I think he probably got me the same. I think we keep everything the same in the work league, and I think he probably got me 29 points. And in that, that league, I crushed like um, my team has 146 points. <laughs> I was second in scoring. There's actually a little a person that had got 162. So yeah, I'm, I'm second in that league right now. Like I'm crushing in that one. Yeah, because I had Hertz, I had Hill, I had CD Lamb, I had Cook, and then I had Thielen, who Thielen did really well. He had like 21 points too. I'm like stack. I have like a stacked receiver group in that that league, and I didn't try to. I just, it just who I ended up with. I don't even really like Adam Thielen. Like he's not like, but he, I just know in fantasy he's good, just because he he gets the Kirk Cousins throws to him all the time. But yep. yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a favorite of his. And um, I mean, I will say to try to start like segue from fantasy, you know, just about okay. how it went in general. Um, I played a Jaguars receiver, Mr. Shark, even though it's spelled C-H-A-R-K. Isn't it Shark, not Shark? No, it's Shark. It is Shark? Okay, then my Mm -hmm. fault. DJ Shark. But, yeah, he did well. He got me – he was projected to only get nine, and he got me 15 points, like, which – even though they were destroyed by Houston, and I'm pretty sure Houston's a terrible team, um, or oh, yeah. at least the way the season, the the way the season looked, or the way things looked at the start of the season, 
we everyone expected Houston to be terrible. Um, yes, and they destroyed Jaguars. They destroyed us. Uh, I got some good points out of Old Shark, so I'm very I'm happy that not only I got the points, but the, that someone from the Jaguars did well. You know, I'm hoping things will improve. Trevor Lawrence, it's his first time in the NFL. Our offensive line is pretty pitiful, it appears. So he's running for his life the whole time. And with all that said, he didn't play great. No, he had three picks. But I know. But he also was like throwing, you know, running for his life and throwing the whole, like the whole game. So. It is what it is. Now, Tyrod Taylor, who had the craziest season ever last year, and an extremely disappointing one for him. him. Yeah, he had a punctured lung, then he went somewhere else, and something else happened. By the team doctor. It's not like he just had a punctured lung. It's not like he got injured in the game. The team doctor did it before the game. Right. Like, listen, Herbert's a better quarterback. And he, I feel like the doctor definitely had Herbert in the fantasy team. He's like, he's so much better of a quarterback. Why are we starting Tyrod? And it's something against Tyrod. He's a, he's an NFL starting quarterback. You know, he's he's okay. He he's incredible like, Sunday. He's a little less than Baker. Yeah, he, I, yeah. Like even uh, <laughs> even for it being Jacksonville, I mean, we can say what you want about, but some he made some incredibly awesome throws, some very athletic throws, and just athletic plays in general that I don't care if there was no defense on the field to, to run around like that and then get some of the passes off that he got off. Not every quarterback out there today can do that. He looks good. True. True. So, but again, Jacksonville got destroyed. Um, I don't know if anybody I was, I would have been rooting for actually won so far this weekend. I was really, um, I was actually surprised by the Steelers. Uh, not that I, I – I know they could um, beat the Bills, but I just wasn't expecting it. And especially watching the first half, how the offense – one, the offensive line, our offensive line isn't great. It's it's better than yours, but it's not great. It's just – yeah. So – Yeah, but Ben's getting old. a better defensive team. Well, they, they, they got rid of like, everyone. We only have like one – returning offensive lineman from last year. Right. And so um, Harris wasn't really getting much running room at all. Like he would get, I think he had maybe one, like one for five yards in the first half. And that was about like maybe it, the longest one he had. And so I was getting really concerned because the offense wasn't moving. The defense was playing well because they were holding them to, to pretty low scores. I think at halftime it was 10 zero. Um, and, and one, they definitely could have scored a touchdown on one. They, on the first drive of the game, the, um, McKenzie returned uh, the kickoff to like the 35 yard line. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But holding him to a field goal then was, was pretty good because I would was going to expect the touchdown. Cause that offense is pretty explosive as digs, you know, and every, and the, the receivers they have. So I was uh, impressed that we, they came out in the second half. We had a really good drive, but we didn't get the touchdown. And then we got the, the ball again. We had a really good drive. And I think we got another field goal. Um, and so at that point it was 10 six. And then we ended up scoring, I think like we all scored like 20 zero and we, we had a 10 point lead at that point. And I was like, Oh, oh we're, we're, we're playing around. Yeah. And so we, had, they played much better the second half as far as um, on offense. Um, still 
wasn't great by any means. Ben had 189 passing. Um, I know Juju had, he led the team in uh, yards, which was like 54, I think. Um, he might have yeah. had slightly more, but it was like in the 50s. He got, he had right. second That's most targets, I think. No, I think he had eight targets, and I'm pretty sure Deontay Johnson had 10. Uh, Johnson could have had 12, but I think it was 10. So he was, he has still had a 25% share in targets. That's pretty good. So I, I'm pretty happy because they went against a really good, well, not, I won't say really good. They went against a, a pretty good, pretty solid defense. I'm not saying they're great or anything. I'm not, they're not the 85 bears. I'm just saying they're a pretty good defense and um, they played pretty well the second half. So against say the Raiders who they play next week, I feel more confident against the offensive, the offensive weapons that they have. Uh, I feel like they're going to do a lot better. Like I could see Juju having probably 80, 90 yards and maybe a touchdown next weekend. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. I mean, the bills are supposed to be pretty good this year. So uh, for, for the yeah, Steelers to do that, hopefully, like hopefully that wasn't just a rusty first game for the bills, but maybe the Steelers are turning on something. I will say this. They didn't see what. You. I was gonna say they. Um. I was gonna say they didn't. Um. (laughs) They didn't uh, run the ball very much. Um. And so the Steelers were mainly just putting more cornerbacks and like nickelbacks out there because they thought you know hey they're not gonna run it and they really didn't run it too much. Um. There were a couple times when when um, Josh Allen got out of the pocket or, or found his way in a hole or something that worked pretty good, but they mm-hmm. didn't really utilize the running backs at all. I think Zach Morris before the game was inactive and I don't know if he had an injury or not, but I was just kind of surprised they weren't going to use him at all. Cause he was, you know, rumored to be almost getting an equal share with uh Singletary heading into the season. Maybe right. the, the back with more upside there too, which right. was, you know, kind of surprising. They, he was inactive. I will say, um, Speaking of the Raiders, who you play next week, watching this game right now, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's tied up. As we're talking just in the last 30 seconds, they got tied up at 17-17. And the Raiders' defense has done pretty well against I think, someone as explosive as Lamar Jackson, which doesn't bode yeah, well for because... my fantasy. But, yeah. <laughs> and that fumble there didn't help either. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah you're not I, wrong the, the, the only thing it's such like i i have i i don't like baltimore baltimore is my number two hated team like i just it's i hate the patriots because they always beat us and i hate the Ravens second like those are the teams i hate and when it comes to um football like, those are my rivals um yeah and the ravens i know when we every time we play them it's going to be like a slugfest just bring your bring your like freaking brass knuckles and like right in the jaw kind of deal that's just kind of the games they play and so i think for lamar jackson the key to stopping him is just because like when you go to the playoffs teams play him differently yep and i think that's why they haven't had a ton of playoff success because they realize if we stop him Hollywood Brown hasn't been as good as advertised, I think, as people thought he was going to be. Um, they did get, uh, but he's injured now. They did get uh, Sammy Watkins from the Chiefs. They signed him this offseason when he was a free agent. Uh, Duvernay is okay. Like he's he's shown glimpses here and there, but he's not like someone I can count on every week. Um, 
Mark Andrews has been pretty good. And uh, they've just been decimated at running back this year. Like, good lord. They have. What, three? You, yeah, it's insane how, like, before the first game of the season, they lost three different running backs. But, like what we and, were saying, uh, I mean, um, you picked him up and he's – and Williams is looking pretty good. Yeah. This game. I mean, it's early in the season, but he's looking pretty good. Uh but the game started, and Baltimore was really looking strong, especially in defense. And they still haven't looked bad. But it no. seems like it seems like the Raiders are starting to fit, um, get a feel for what they need to do now that there's just over nine minutes left in the in the game. But I mean, it's been a close game. Now it's a tied game. But it definitely, what you were talking about with that, just like kind of like a slugfest, the Raiders' defense came out and they were pulverizing, just like hard hits. They were, yeah, they were really taking it to them. And the Raiders are definitely hanging in there. Like I said, it's tied up now, but. I, I really could see this game, like even heading into it, like I, I don't think I was expecting any team to blow open the doors on this game, like just completely demolish a team. But I, I think I, I think I kind of just with all the injuries, I kind of thought the Raiders would win this game. I, I was kind of yeah. wanting it to happen. Cause you know, Steelers fan, but um, also the, the, the big injuries for Baltimore and it just this early in the season, they lost LG yes. for very good defensive player and Peters as well. So it's like, they're just like getting just, that's what like my, like I would not want to bet on them this year. I mean, I still, I still think they're, they're going to finish. Okay. Like I could see them being seven and 10, but I just, they've had so many injuries so early that it's like, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. And I don't think if they did, they would do well. It's kind of like we had so many injuries, um, on defense last year and our offense wasn't doing anything. So it was just like, eventually it's going to bite us in the ass and we're going to just lose, you know, have a terrible season. That's what happened. We won 11 in a row. Some of those by luck, those weren't like demolishing, you know, we weren't just right, demolishing yeah. teams. There were a lot, you know, there yeah, were some a of them went really were, close. Yeah. That's what I was telling my grandmother this weekend. I was like, oh, we we're just beating teams down and, and you know, we're 11 and 0. We kind of got away with some wins there. And then when we couldn't do anything on offense and people knew how to basically we're just going to throw short passes the entire way. They knew how to play us. And, uh, yeah, we were done. <laughs> we were cooked. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm curious to see what the Steelers do. I would love – I like we've talked about, I like the Steelers. So uh, I would love for them to surprise me and be better than I expect. Uh See, I think when it comes to Baltimore, it really just depends on how well – I think their defense will be okay. Yeah, they lost, but I think over, their defense will be okay. I think it's really going to come down to how well the backfield on offense pans out. Like we were saying, they lost three mm-hmm. running backs before the first game. So they've gotten, like, known guys, but guys that were not on teams – yeah. Um, so, and they've gotten like some older guys, things like that. So, if they can step up and do well to take some pressure off of Lamar, so Lamar can be Lamar, 
you know, they could still do really well. If they if I, don't have much of a running game, then that's going to hurt them. I'm going to I'm going to run down the the three who I don't think any of them are playing tonight. I think they're all still on the practice squad, but yeah. Um, Bell, I don't think he has much left in the tank. Um, I think he, you know, he would do. I, Devonta Foreman, I'm just gonna. He's he's washed. He's he's not. He's no. He's not good anymore. He's just not good. So okay, sign him to the practice squad. That's fine. I don't think Bill has anything left in the tank, but it's worth a shot to bring him in. I think Latavius Murray is their best pickup of those three running backs because he was really good last year when. Um, Saints were starting Taysom Hill. He was really good. Like I traded him to uh, Chrissy's team in fantasy football last year to try to get like a tight end, and um, he did really well for her. So he can be, I think, a comp. Like he can be a player you can put in the system. He catches the ball, but he's mainly going to like be a big running back, and so that gives you like that one-two punch. If Williams pans out to be anything really good here, right. um, but I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, so, I mean, this game, this has turned out to be a good game, mm-hmm. uh, despite the fact that I'm not really enjoying how my fantasy is going with Lamar and Mark. It's still, it's, I mean, it's tied up here in the fourth quarter, so it's a good game. Now, how did how did the rest of sports this weekend go for you? Uh, like Just for, in general? Yeah. So um, I went to a friend's birthday on Saturday, and <laughs> um, both of my teams uh, for college football um, were playing nobody. <laughs> West Virginia was playing uh, an ESPN three game versus right. Long Island University, <laughs> and uh, let's see, Penn State was playing Ball State. They're from Ohio, I believe. I, yep. I hope I get that right. If I don't want to anger any Ball State fans out there that are like, "Hey, we're in Indiana or something," I don't know. But um, right. no, I know who Ball State I, is. I feel like most people know the name Ball State, even yeah. though they're not like a powerhouse uh, college football program. As some, you know, like everybody knows who Penn State is, but I think most people know who Ball State is. But since I since I had like plans and stuff, I really didn't care if I watched either game. So I, I ended up leaving decently early because um, I wanted to get this new pickle beer that a local brewery made. Jeez. And so I that left a little awful. early. I, I'll talk about it here in just a second. But uh, yeah, I ended up like the, the West Virginia. I guess I could have watched the Penn State game because I think it was on three, but I didn't watch it. Uh, I did check the scores later that night. West Virginia won 66 to zero. Not surprising. And um, Penn State won. I don't know if Ball State scored at all, but they won. I, I didn't really. Oh, okay. They won. Right. Cool. Penn State won. Um, yeah. Yeah. This this coming week, because that's when they get challenged. Penn State plays Auburn and West Virginia plays a big. They're not rivals anymore, but when they're in the Big East, Virginia Tech is a massive rival. They had uh, Vic. Mm-hmm. Um and Vic's brother, I think, when we played when they were big rivals, and we just hated Virginia Tech. So uh, we actually even used to have a trophy uh, when we played them. Like there was like one that go pa- like get passed around between the two teams, depending who won the game yeah. for that year. Yeah, uh, I think it was like a some kind of coal trophy or something. So I'm looking forward to both of those games. I have no idea what times they're on or anything yet, but uh, 
Uh, I'm trying to think this Saturday, I don't really have any plans. So I'll probably, I'll definitely check in on those games for sure. Um, I'm going to see Phoebe Bridgers this Friday. So that's definitely we'll something talk I'm about going to that be uh, living, yeah, living up uh, on the next episode of the podcast for a little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely looking forward to both of those games. I didn't realize until today when I was watching PTI that Florida State lost to Jackson State. Was it Jacksonville State or something like that? I mean, Florida State almost beat Notre Dame the week before, and that was a big yeah. deal. By the way, Baltimore Ravens just scored. They ran the ball in. They should have thrown it in Mark Andrews, in my opinion, for a touchdown. That would have been cool. <laughs> but uh, but they just they just scored on a run. So I'm just, I mean, things may pan out well for them in the backfield. Murray ran it in for a touchdown, so now they're winning. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, Notre, Notre Dame maybe just was overranked because they were in the top ten, and Florida State almost beat them. Yeah. Because you were yeah. that we were recording that night, you were watching yeah. the game. Exactly. Yeah, that's the episode zero, um, mm-hmm. and so the fact that they then lost to Jacksonville State Gamecocks. I never even heard of Jacksonville State. <laughs> they sorry. are a very small school. I was like, how, what? Cause like, I think, I think what could have even happened as well. You get, you get, I mean, Florida state is a name, name school, even though they're not ranked right now, they're still a name school. Like people know yeah, Florida they state. They have great history. Yes. So, the, the, so you go Florida play another game. Yeah. Who's ranked high and you get up for that game. Cause you're like, let's take them down. They're ranked. Let's beat them. Cause they're in the top 10. I think they're eight or nine. So you're like, yeah, let's yeah they, were nine. And they, they came sure very they close. Yeah. And then you play Jacksonville State, and then you're just like, okay, we should beat this team. And then you let your guard down, and they basically did to you what you almost did to Notre Dame. And they, you know, at home, I'm sure, because like they're not playing at Jacksonville State. So it's like, wow, how do you lose at home to like Jacksonville State? <laughs> man. I don't, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, that that's not good. I mean, even though, and a lot of people don't like that I do this, um, even though I am a Gator fan, I did go to FSU. So FSU is my number two team. I just couldn't turn. I, I grew up a Gator fan my whole life, I did, I, so I didn't turn. And a lot of people are like, you like to make fun of me for that. Um, but anyways, regardless, floor stage number two. It's my alma mater. We just haven't been good in several years. Like we said, we have that history, of, and we'll be good again. Florida State will be good again, but uh, it was ex- it was exciting to see them play so well and almost win against Notre Dame, who was I'm pretty positive they were ranked number nine at that game. So, 
then for them to yeah lose to a team like Jacksonville State, it makes me think maybe Notre Dame wasn't as good as people thought they were. Maybe they were too much hype and were way overranked at the beginning of the season. I don't know. Um, yeah. Aside, aside from that, being a Gator fan, we played small school, so I mean it was it was an expected victory, which is common at the beginning of the season. You know, you usually play small schools, so so that's like a normal thing. Um, but they won really big. They played against Florida Atlantic University. It was thirty-five to fourteen. Um, is, is that the score? No, that was the Hilgers? first game. That was the. I'm sorry. That was the fourth. We played. We we played South Florida this past Saturday. I was working, so I had the game on, but I didn't get to really watch. And we handled South Florida, who, while they're not that great this year, we were in the biggest. No, they've they've had yeah, some time. They, they've had some moments. Yeah, they've definitely had some moments over the last few years, but we beat them forty-two to twenty. So we're looking all right now. We're you know so far. Um, we we play Alabama this coming Saturday. Oof. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will probably lose that game. Um. Yeah. So. But yeah, other than that, Alabama rocked this weekend. I'm trying to remember what other college games I saw, but I saw a few. Um, Iowa, hey, Iowa State quick, was you, close. Real quick, does, em, yeah, does Emo ahead. Derek Carr lead lead the Raiders down the field for a drive? Well, let's see. We got four minutes and twelve seconds left, and it's second and ten. 24 to 17 Baltimore. If I don't think he does it. The, I don't think he has it in him. If, I don't think it's a problem of him. It's will the offensive line block for him? And right now they're not. <laughs> if the offensive line Derek gives Carr him does time, it. you're really down on Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is pretty good. <laughs> I just good. don't think he's that good. Like I don't think he's a, he got he signed like a hundred he had one good season. I think it might I think it was before he got injured. Um because there was that one year he got injured towards the very end of the year, it was like game thirteen or fourteen. Um right. and he missed like the last two games of the season and, and the playoff game. Um I just don't, don't think he's worth a hundred million dollars. <laughs> I don't think Kirk Cousins is worth a hundred million dollars. They're yeah. they're good quarterbacks to manage your team, but they're not going to lead your team in any sort of way. They're they're guys. You that say like, that, and he just threw a perfect <laughs> bomb, like perfect pass. Put it where only the receiver could get to it, right along the sidelines, and they are they are now on like the eleven yard line. All right. That was that was a good catch. I'm a little bit behind you on the, the my feed. That was a pretty. Good, I actually rugs. I'm surprised he caught that because earlier he went out in the game. It looked yeah. like a um, calf injury or something because he was grabbing his calf muscle. And kind of I think it was. Oh, he's done. I saw <laughs> so, that. I honestly think he just had a cramp. 
Yeah, because he looked really good. He was fast. I mean, he's a fast receiver. He's a good receiver. He had some moments um, here and there. There were a lot of injuries yesterday that for, like, fantasy. Like, a guy who I really wanted to get was um, Judy, Jerry Judy from the Broncos, and he's right. out with a high ankle sprain for, like, six weeks now, six to eight weeks. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know, because we had preseason. There was preseason this year, so did just some of mm-hmm. Did they just did too many starters not get enough reps at preseason that they weren't physically ready? I don't know. Yeah, because um, Mostert, uh, I was really shocked because um, I got an alert where um, Trey Sermon, I have him in the work league uh, as just a backup. He was he's not going to start for me. He's mainly for the end of the season when I think he start will come on. But I have. Um, Trey Sermon and I got an alert that he was out and I was like isn't he the backup running back for the 49ers and so I was like that's weird why would you deactivate him as a healthy scratch and then Mostert uh, I remember seeing um, on uh, Matthew Barry's Twitter where he's like you gotta start Mostert he's gonna be big and and granted he does have big games but the only downside to Mostert is he always gets injured and what happened after two carries he got injured right <laughs> so, so when, uh, yeah so that's Jackson, that's why Jaguars, I stay away from him a little bit because yeah. he gets too injured that's like when Jack the Jacksonville Jaguars had Fred Taylor one, I mean, who has still gone down as one of the most dynamic running backs. He was also. I remember him well because he had the nickname Fragile Freddy because he, when he played, <laughs> he would lead the he would lead the league, but yeah, he also got hurt so much. Speaking of, you were wrong. It's a tied game he, now. If they make the PAT. They should. Yeah, Carlson's they okay. Should. He's not terrible. He yeah, should make that. Be. And then it'll be on the Ravens to drive down the field. This game um, may go into overtime. I remember that. Oh, I can see it. And it's fine because I'm not going into work tomorrow. So it can go into four overtime. Actually, it sucks because they always do the first game, Monday night game of the season, two games. They have the one that starts at 7 and like 10, 15 or so. And yeah, this is the first. That. They haven't they done, that. Do that, They've done year. that for years. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, man, that would have been perfect because I would we could, I could have literally watched both games, and we could probably just done a green room where we just did a green room, not a podcast, and just t- did the game. <laughs> right. But yeah. um, I yeah, was but, thinking uh, about that. What was gonna, oh, yeah. I, I was going to say um, those Jags teams I remember very well because that's when they were in the AFC. What was it the yeah AFC Central when when it was like the Steelers. Um, Baltimore when they were a team uh the Browns weren't in the league yet that's when they were mm-hmm. they went to Baltimore um right. Tennessee Steelers uh Jags Baltimore Cincinnati am I missing one there was there six I feel like there were six in the AFC Central oh uh, no they became Tennessee I was gonna say Houston but they they went to Tennessee and they're the Tennessee right, Oilers, the which I do like those Tennessee Oilers uniforms those were pretty legit yeah that didn't last long though the Tennessee Oilers, the name just didn't work. So they became the no. Titans, which looked cool. The, I, I do think the Titans uniforms and, and all, I think they did a yeah. good job with that branding. But, yeah, like, dude, there was a time when the Steelers and the Jaguars were starting to develop a good rivalry. But then the Jaguars
Yeah, because that was when uh, they had Mark Brunel. He couldn't move very well, but he was a good quarterback. They had Keenan Allen. Move. Was it Keenan Allen? He, um, who was the – they had two Smith, receivers. They had – Jimmy Smith Jimmy Smith, Keenan yes. McCardale. Keenan McCardale. Okay, I knew it was a yes. Keenan. I just couldn't remember his name. Yeah, yep. I, they were both very good. They had Fred yes. Taylor. And yep. then they had Mark Brunel, and they were actually pretty solid every year. Like I, I didn't like playing them because I knew they were going to be a tough play every week. I mean, right. you know, exactly. and I've been every time we played them. So. And you're wrong. Mark Brunel is actually known for being pretty mobile. He was like a really. He was yeah. He was const, He was constantly compared to Steve Young. Okay, I was going to say he was no Steve McNair though. <laughs> Steve McNair. Oh man, no. I hated playing Steve McNair. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that's when he was for Tennessee, and he was. He would just like now. Granted, this is before running quarterbacks were really, really a thing. But man, he right. would get like sixty yards, which is, for back in the day, sixty yards from a quarterback is insane. That that was really good. Actually. Oh yeah, that was huge back then. Um, mm-hmm. There just it just wasn't as common, obviously, as it is now. But yeah, because that's when we had but, slash. Yeah, yeah, but uh, Mark Brunel was known for being pretty darn mobile. He. You, defenses had to try to contain him because it was the 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 concern of like blitzing too hard on Brunel was he was pretty good at evading and once he got his once he got the wheels going he could get pretty good positive yardage downfield with his feet he was. He was compared also because I think they were both left-handed, if I remember correctly. But yeah, uh, he was. Yeah, he was. He was often compared to Steve Young, which Steve Young, while not being called necessarily a mobile, like a running quarterback, he was another quarterback that could move around in the pocket. So yeah, he Mark Brunel was good, uh, even with two knee braces on. He. He could get around, <laughs> move around. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, so, I know. I, see, I, I know. I, it doesn't surprise me, but it's like I when I when they were in the division, I you think were it was, young. It was before. It was before. I think it was before Houston joined again because when they when Houston joined, it gave the, Houston joined a game thirty two teams, and they went to the four fours for all the divisions. So. 2003, 2002, I don't know when they came in. I knew the Browns were 99, and they were awful. Yep. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was that was interesting just because, they, like I said, they were always, like, a tough team. But um, it was them, and Baltimore was, like, they weren't very good at the time, but they were still, like, a, a someone you couldn't, you know, right. easily roll over and whatnot. Um, but right. yeah, it was, it was always fun back in the day watching those teams. I, I, like I said, I remember so much about that. I just don't remember him being super like, I, I it doesn't, it makes some sense then when you say it, like it kind of brings back some memories of him getting maybe like five or 10 yards when you're expecting it, but not, he wasn't really going to break a 60 yard run down the field, but he could get you the yardage you needed if you needed a few or something like he that. He could make some good runs though. Like he was known for like, Oh, the, Pockets collapsing. Oh, he's taking off. Oh, wait. Well, he just juked that guy. Well, he just zigzagged around that guy. Well, he got the first down. He's still going here and there. And yeah, like he Mark Jets Brunel. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Lieutenant on the Jets. <laughs> before we, uh, I want to transition into music, but before Same. we do, uh, before before we do, is there anything like you're looking forward to sports wise this week? This week, um, anything for you? So it's so it's probably if I looked at well, one, I'm looking forward to playing you and trash talking leading up to it. Fancy football this week because oh, we play each other. Um, so I'm looking forward to yeah, trash. Give me my that. waiver. Give me my waiver when it becomes available. I don't I give mean, you the waivers. Gonna... They get through automatically. Yeah. Okay. I don't good. Them. Good. I just the yeah. thing I do, I don't really even approve trades. I just kind of make sure it's like you're not trading. Um, Stefan Diggs for the third string receiver on the Jets or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to prove that. Right. But I don't care really what you do with your team or anything like that. Like, I just kind of make sure it's on the up and up. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, what it's going to say. I'm, I'm really looking forward to. Let's see. Obviously, I, I think I'm interested in both those college games. Um, and. When the Steelers start, man, I really like them all in on the Steelers. So I know it's just the uh, the Vikings. I'm sorry, the Vikings, the the Raiders next week. But I'm still yep. kind of looking forward to that game a lot. I just want to see how the offense looks with you know a le- I would say a more a like a less defense. Um, but I'm looking forward to that, and I just wanted to point out that your guy just juked down the field right now. Like field ten people, but he also got laid out at the end because he wasn't. Yeah. He didn't slide. He didn't have yeah. a chance to slide. Mm-mm. I'm looking. I would say I, more more than anything. I think that WVU, I, I, the rivalry aspect. I think that's going to be cool. But I think I really want to see that Penn State game because Penn State. It, um, I think. I don't know. What, I know they're ranked, but I don't know how high they're ranked. I, I know it showed earlier, and I just don't remember. And I know yeah. Auburn's ranked, and so I just want to see how their offense wasn't great that first game, but their defense was really good, and they beat Wisconsin. So I want to see how that goes against Auburn. Um, so I'm looking forward to that most when it comes to sports. And then second, um, even though my team just got like demolished this week in the BC League, I really am looking forward to seeing how it rebounds because I'm I, I'm not stressed because. Um, Cook didn't do well. Um, Henry didn't do well. So I feel like I'm, I'm waiting for like a rebound from those guys, and I'm not even worried. Um, but I do go against you. Then I go against one of the best teams in the league that just beat you this week, and then I go against oh another gosh, really good it, team like four it's weeks It's not over yet. It's not over yet. Yeah. I literally could be 0-4, and, and I really think I could be 0-4 heading into the weekend or uh, that fifth week, and I still have confidence in my team. Like – I like my team enough to where I'm like, I can still do this. <laughs> At least make the playoff. All I need is – all you have to do in fantasy football is get in. If you get in, make then you're good because you can have a big week or something like that and you're good. But what are you looking to? What's what's your like number one sports highlight coming up? Whether well, we'll go to Monday. Yeah, well, I mean, right. Jaguars play the Broncos, which the Broncos aren't great this year. But I bet you the Broncos are better than Houston. So with that said, yeah, Jack, I don't have much hope in the Jacksonville game, but I'm definitely going to watch it. I, see, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, so you won't be trash talking Scott, who's a big Broncos fan this week. No, um, <laughs> I, I'm curious. I don't know that I'll get to watch it because it's at the same time as the Jags game, but I am curious about the yeah. Steelers Raiders game. I think that may be a, based on what I'm seeing happening tonight. I think that could be a good game. 
Um, I'm also curious about Monday night football just because the Packers got completely demolished. I want to see if they bounce back. Uh, so I'm curious about those games. Uh, Did they play they play Detroit on Monday, right? The Lions? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that uh, – Detroit. I mean, I'll have it on, especially for recording. Oh, Detroit, though. Oh. But I was like, what the heck? The 49ers are up so big, and then they just let the Lions back in this game. And like, Yeah, they there's, did. There's a puncher's chance. I'm not saying – I mean, I knew they weren't going to win, but they still have like a percentage chance of something fluky happening and, and getting really close. And I was like, this is crazy. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, like I was saying, Florida plays Alabama. So I'll be at work on Saturday, but I'll have that game on. Um, of course. I would love for a crazy upset. I mean, this will be a real test to see how good Florida is this season. While I expect them to lose because it's Alabama. Um, if Can Florida at least look like what can Florida do against such a powerhouse team? So I'm very yeah. curious to see that, uh, see how that goes. Uh, Florida State plays Wake Forest. Um, so that's an ACC game. And after what Florida State did this past weekend, I, I don't really, I'm not, I'll, I'll check the score, but that's not a game I'm interested in. But yeah. Um, I haven't looked at much of what college is going to be otherwise. I've been really focusing on the NFL right now um, because of fantasy. And and so, yeah, I, I like to just – when I'm watching games, when it's not like one of my teams, I kind of just like to look at like what's going to be a big one, you know, like Texas, who are they playing? That's, you know – I usually yeah. enjoy watching them or Texas A&M. Um, or I'll look at what games are close. Like I saw the Iowa Iowa State game was close this past Saturday. So while I was at work, I was keeping up with it, things like that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm very curious to see what Raiders Steelers looks like. Um, also, while we're, while we're on it, looks like the Baltimore Ravens – are probably going to win. They just kicked the field goal to go up 27 to 24, and there's only 37. No faith in Emo Carr? There's only – why do you call, stop calling that? There's only 37 <laughs> seconds left in the game. Um, anyways, but I'm not going to get to watch much, like, college um, into the evening because we can transition yeah. to music now. There is a festival going on. It's, this is like the fourth or fifth year of it. Mm-hmm. It's called Sing Out Loud Festival. It's here in St. Augustine. They started doing it a few years back. And it's like it's usually three weekends in September. So this past weekend was the first. And it's like the vast majority of the shows are free. And it's like a South by Southwest or something like that where it's spread out in multiple venues. So, like, this past Friday, I went to a local venue called Sarbez that I've actually, for years now, booked shows at. Not playing, but I've actually set up the shows as a booking agent, uh, promoter. And then I went to another place called Sunday. That's the name of the cafe is Sunday. I went there Saturday night after work 
and saw a band I really like. It's a national band, uh, mid-level, called Surfer Blood. So that was really cool. Uh, some locals opened for them and then Surfer Blood. So that was really awesome. It was all free. And then I'll be going, obviously, in some bands uh, this weekend as well. I have to look again. I should have looked at the schedule so I could mention the names while we were on here, but I forgot uh, to do that today. But So that's really exciting. It's a free festival. It's pretty cool. Uh, so I'll be... I'll be hitting that up this weekend for sure. Uh, and then you are going to see Phoebe Bridgers. So let's talk about that because that she's someone I would love to see live. Oh, I, she's great. I know I mentioned last time that I, this will be my fourth time seeing her live. Um, I'm so excited for the show and I cannot wait to hear Punisher live because I, or, you know, just songs from uh, the album, just because I've not heard anything live yet from it. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I know I mentioned song. it. What's the last song on Punisher? Remember, do you remember her name? Okay. I know the end. Okay. That would be a really cool last song if she did. I know she won't break her guitar because it's a whole tour and that would be crazy every night to break a guitar. Right. But that right. would be a I, great closing set song. For sure. That song is like creepy, almost like haunting on the album. And I mm-hmm. wonder, I wonder if it will be so live. I would think it would be even more so. I very well could be. Um, I mean, I saw her do it on SNL. That's the only time I've seen it live. Um, You've seen I'm that trying to think. song live? Yeah, she did that on SNL when she played. Oh, right, right. But That's when she broke her, the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen her do it in concert before? I would guess. No, before. no. Because the, yeah. the last time I saw her live would have been 20... Let's see. I'm trying to think. We're going so into overtime. LA. Oh, oh, yeah. You're a couple seconds behind me. I, I mean, I'm a couple seconds behind you. I knew they were lining up for it. But, 27, uh, 27. You say, were wrong again. She she opened for the Nationals when I saw them in 2018. So that's the last okay. time I saw her. So she only still had the first album. And gotcha. yeah. I don't even think she – I think she might have played – and this is a might. I'm not saying for sure. She might have played um, Bite the Hand That Feeds from the Boy Genius EP. Yeah, but that's I'm not certain on that. I don't think she did because she had a she had a pretty short set. Like it was only like six to eight songs because um, Cat Power was the second band. And um, then, of course, the National is the headline and they played a lot like the National played like 17 songs. At least it was a, it was a good you, amount. You love the National. Oh, yeah. I was in love with that concert because um, I really do like Sleep Well Beast. It's not their best record, but it's one of my favorite records from them just because it just, it just hits me. And uh, I got to see that, that album live, and I really enjoyed it. Um, but I do want to mention one thing because I want to circle back to something I touched on earlier. So um, I tried to pickle beer from Prairie, which you know I love their stouts. Like I'm a big um, Prairie Artisan Ales um like stout they do almost no bad stouts there's any but a few i just haven't enjoyed very much and they're still not bad it's just for them 
when I have to rank them on like this curve because they're so good, it's like, eh, it's okay <laughs> for them. But compared to others, you know, it's pretty great. But um, they did a spicy pickle monster beer that I ordered off Gross. of Craft Shack, I believe. And I love pickles. Like I, I'm not like a like a pickle snow cone person or anything crazy like that, but I do like pickles and special dill pickles. And uh, so I was like, I'm going to give it a shot. I like spicy beers. Like I know I've told you this, like I love like hot pepper beers or if it has like some heat to it, it's really nice. So I tried it and really enjoyed it. Good amount of dill, um, some tartness there, but mainly a lot of like a little bit of spice too. So then I tried um, one Southern tier, which is probably one of my top three favorite breweries that I've, just in general, um, love Southern Tears beer and it was okay. It was very, very drinkable. Like if you were going to get it, it'd be something you could take to like, if a bunch of people were getting together and got to hang out that night, you could take it cause it's a low ABV. It's like 3%, like three point something. Oh, wow. So it's a very low ABV crushable. That's how I call those because you could, you could have a couple and you're not going to get super drunk or anything. You're just like, I'm pretty good right now. This is, this is good. We're having fun. I'm having some, like a pretty decent beer. It's not great, but it's, it's like, it's a pretty crushable, pretty good. Um, I try the local place, Morgantown brewing company did one, I think a week or two ago, I saw it and I'm like, I gotta try this. So when I was going over to my friend's birthday party, um, I picked to stop up. I picked let me start over again because I'm stuttering over myself. I stopped to pick up some uh, to try. I'm, I like Morgantown stuff. They had a, a couple different ones I wanted to try when I was looking at them. But I didn't know if I liked their pickle beer, so I only got one can of it. Uh, it was amazing. I gave it a five. <laughs> five out of five okay. on the Untapped app. Uh, it hit with some tartness. It was salty. It was delicious. It was, And it wasn't very strong. It was like five-something, so it was pretty standard. But it was great, and I would like to pick up. I'd like to get a four pack, but I like to take two to Phoebe Bridgers. Like drink one on the way up, since I'm not driving. Nah, I'm not not a DUI over here. Is it legal? I'm just going to be in the backseat chilling. Is it legal in your state to have a open? You can in West Virginia in the backseat. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you can yeah. you can have a beer. So I'd like to take one for the way up, and then when we get there in the parking lot, maybe have another one real quick before we head in. So, and then like bring the other two for later or something like home or something like that. But yeah, I, um, it's great. And so I really like to do that before the Phoebe Bridger show. Um, so you're going to pregame. Like I said, I'm looking to be like college. Well, I, I wouldn't call two beers for gaming. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I'm going heavy or anything. If they had something really good in the place, I may buy something, but I doubt it. Cause I really, I'm trying to save all my money for the festival. Um, yep. And I'm sorry, we're we're talking about like another beer subject, but it's related to music. Yeah, we're out of um, bounds. No, no, we're still in bounds because it's all music related. Because Furnace Fest not only is doing vinyl pressings, they're also made a beer with uh, I I don't know the name of the brewery, so I'm not even going to try to say what it is. But on that Thursday, um, they're meeting up oh, at God. the brewery that. Yeah, they collabed with, and from three to five, you can get the beer. So I'm hoping, um, I'm hoping you can buy some to go, because I, I definitely want to have one. But I'd like to get maybe get one or two cans to go and bring it to the house, since we have that Airbnb that night. And if anyone wants to try some after the show or before the show, because there's all those pre concerts that you can try, because it's the I don't I don't know if it's the official. Like there's the only one. I feel like they could have another beer as well, but like the, at least that's the the festival beer. Like the can and everything is designed for it, so that's really cool. I like that aspect. And that is all I have on beer. <laughs> it, 
It is from Trim Tab. One word. Trim That's Tab it. Brewing Company. It's a hazy New England IPA, which yes, if it's if it's juicy, I'll like it. Yeah, for me to like it, it definitely got to be kind of juicy. I, in general, I don't dislike IPAs. I just find a lot of IPAs to be an average beer. A lot of them kind of taste the same to me, and I'm not a super hops guy. Um, there are some IPAs I love, but that, but I'm kind of disappointed that I'm like, as soon as I read it, and it was like, oh, it's an IPA. <laughs> So, yeah, but yes, it, I guess it's not out of bounds because it is a furnace fest beer. So, but no, that would um, be interesting. Um, but I, I gotta, I gotta get this out there. Um, this is what I really, really wanted to discuss when it comes to music. I know you know what it is already. It's my girl, Casey Musgraves, releasing a fantastic record on Friday. I need to listen to it. I haven't uh, listened to it much. My yet. God. I haven't had a chance. It's so awesome. Like that, I was really excited. Like I've been excited to hear it for a while. Uh, it's called Starcrossed. It's about her divorce mainly. Um, it's a lot of the focus on the songs, and I, I really enjoyed her first record. So I'm just going to kind of get into how I. So, I started playing the Grammys, and it was um, Follow Your Arrow from the the first record she put out, and I was like. I kind of like that song. I'm going to give it a shot. And this was when I was like really just into just checking out new bands and, and new artists and whatnot. And I really liked that record. It's, it's, you know, it's country, it's pop country, but it's, it's, it's not like pop country, pop country, uh, you know, but it's like, it has some, some, yeah, it has some throwbacks to like older country, yep. kind of like um, Loretta Lynn and whatnot. So that's what kind of reminded me of a little bit in a way, just like the songwriting and, and everything. So I, I really like that one. I wasn't big on her second record pageant material. Like there were some good songs, but I just, as, as an overall album, I wasn't just like super enthralled with it. Um, yep. and then when uh, golden hour came out, yeah, I was like, Whoa, <laughs> this is unreal. Like I can't, I couldn't believe it that I was going to, for me, cause like I'm not, I'm not a person that listens a lot of country, but I knew it was my number one album that year. And I was like, I can't believe it. I never ever thought in my wildest dreams I'd have a country album number one. But it was just so good from the production aspect to the songwriting. It was just a home run. And so I was really looking forward to her next album when she put it out. And so when she announced it last month and did the pre-orders, of course, I pre-ordered right away. Um, and when it came out, I did download it on Thursday last week. Uh, not not saying if it was illegally or not. I'm not incriminating myself. Yeah. Anyways, anyways. But it's anyways, okay because I yes. bought the record. I already yes, bought the record and I've been listening to it on streaming, but I didn't listen to it that night. But um, I ended up listening to it, I think, like four to five times on Friday, like in a row. Like I took a break to listen to Baby Keem. Um, I listened to that one once or twice at work, but everything else was like Casey Musgraves and then I listened to a couple singles. But I listened to the hell out of that album. And then I got the vinyl on Saturday morning. And what did I play when I was like doing my exercises and and uh, like putting dishes away and making food? Casey Musgraves on vinyl. <laughs> yeah, dude. What I've heard of it definitely sounds good. I'm with you. Yeah. I don't remember if it was like my number one for 2018, but Golden Hour was definitely in my top ten. It was definitely one. It was definitely in my top five. Uh, 
incredible album. I didn't listen to her that much before then. <clears throat> so I, I need to go back and listen, but Golden Hour was incredible. What I've heard of Starcrossed, because like I told you the other day, I had it on while I was, I was grocery shopping and I had ear, AirPods in walking around and I was like, I need to listen to this album. And I didn't realize it, but I had it on shuffle. Uh, mm-hmm. So I wasn't listening to it in order, but it's definitely poppy. Mm-hmm. But it, the personality of it off of that first listen, the content and just the feel, while musically it's definitely poppy, it also has a very old country, like, personality. Uh, there's, it's, I would agree. It's, it's modern poppy, but it also has this really, like, old school, true country attitude. I guess that part, partly that's because it's the emotions of a divorce and all, you know, so that could be why. But I definitely will. I'll try and give it a lot more focus tomorrow at work while I'm in the shop. Uh, that's that's one of the things I definitely want to pay attention to. Also, just real quick, freaking Raiders just scored. An- I, I knew you were going to say something because I was watching it as they were getting Actually, that touchdown. He, he I was, was like, Emo Carr did it. I didn't think he, he could do it. He was already down. He's already down. So he's just sort of the goal line. Official review right now. I think he was sort of the goal line. Uh, okay. But still, oh, they should yeah. still get it though. Oh no, they're giving it. Oh to hey, it. I, no, it's under official review. It's under official review. But yeah, they won't give it to him. Look at the the pylon camera. It's going to be yeah. at the one yard line. Yep, maybe a little bit in front of it. Um, so they got the they actually restocked players. Back yeah. up, everybody's um, they, hugging. They actually restocked. Yeah, no, they're definitely going to have to go back. To, they'll, they'll they'll do it. They just will. They're probably going to get the touchdown anyway, but uh, they um, restocked her. Her, I got the split color, so it's clear and lavender, and they restocked that that uh, today. By the way, on vinyl, just heads up. Um, I, I can't. I got to save for. <laughs> I, I think it's up. pretty reasonable too. I think it was only like twenty three or twenty four ninety nine. It was that's pretty good. reasonable. That I, that's why I proved it right away. But um, the vinyl is really cool. Um, yeah, but I really need to it out. So I, can, I really need to save for Furnace Fest because I might end up like yeah trying to talk some people into going in together and do like parking, dude. Because I'm old. But anyways, we can we'll talk. About I don't that know if I'll do parking, week. but yeah, I definitely will do Uber or something for sure. And I'm down for dude, that because I don't be really s- want to walk. I don't think I'm going to walk two out tomorrow tonight. <laughs> it's an hour walk. So, but anyways, we'll talk about that more next. Yeah, week. I won't want to do but, that. But yeah. I'll look at that. I want to. I want to say. I want to say real quick. We're both. Yes. You know, we're both in what's what's called the Bad Christian Community. It's an online community based from the Bad Christian Podcast. There's a very much a music tie-in because the two people that do the Bad Christian Podcast are uh, two members of the band Emory. They're like a screamo mm-hmm. band, screamo band, emo band that we're both fans of. This. Thursday, I'll be at work, so I won't get to watch it until Friday. But this Thursday, they're releasing their newest album called Rub Some Dirt on It. And they're doing something really different, you know, with COVID sent 
COVID caused a lot of bands to do live stream specials and stuff like that. So they're taking it a step forward. This album's release first is going to be a live stream performance. So like they've already recorded it. They're mastering it. They've released two videos that they haven't mastered the sound for yet. But these are some of their heaviest, some of their most brutal so far, which goes because the title of the first one was Concussion, and it's got it's got so much heavy parts, breakdown at the end. Mm-hmm. And then the newest one is called Enemy, or The Enemy, something like that. Also brutal sounding. So I'm very excited for this album. Uh, it sounds like some of their older stuff, the way they're layering multiple vocals and multiple screaming going on at the same time and like it's so far this is an album of violent bangers (laughs) mixed with them doing melody it really reminds me of some of their first few records uh so i'm really really excited for the rub some they're not some dirt on it uh video release and then the album when it comes out which i am getting the saw blade cut album i'm stoked for that that's the vinyl i'm getting uh but I'm excited for that to release this week. I'm definitely, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm excited about like this live stream. I won't watch it. I mean, I'll watch it if it's maybe free at some point, which I know it will be um, not live. Uh, I listened to the news track that came out on Friday. Um, so I, I'm not, I won't say I'm excited for it, but I'm like, I definitely want to listen to it. Like I'm not like super amped for it or anything. Um, but I'm definitely intrigued to see how it sounds. I'm hoping it sounds good, even though they're going to basically do it live that I'm hoping, I know they're going to do different mixes and everything for it, yeah, but I'm just kind of like, do a, how a is it going to sound? Yeah. They're going to do a yeah. more mastered mix for the album when it comes out. So what you've heard is just the straight video mix. Yeah. It's not like the master version or anything. Right. Yeah. So uh, they're, they're going to master it. Also just saying it's still 27, 27. It's third in goal now. So the Raiders <laughs> will probably still score, but they, they're probably going to have to kick a field goal. Um, yeah. And then the Ravens get, get a chance there. Yeah. If they don't get in on this one, they'll have to kick a field goal. But yeah, I'm excited very based off these first singles uh just the the intensity of these out of the songs i'm really really like it and i'm also loving the way they're layering oh my gosh interception in the end zone are you serious i'm I'm a little behind so it's still third and goal for me right now oh that's right sorry (laughs) um uh, but I mean, you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. I don't mind it. It's one of the cool <laughs> things. I'm not like invested in this game. If this was a steel, yeah. well, I told you it was a Steelers game. We obviously can't record during then, but I can't believe. <laughs> I mean, I can. It's emo car. I, you know, he 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 got so close, and then no, he's you know, under pressure. They didn't. Block. They didn't block for him. <laughs> I mean, he's getting knocked on. He's just a marginal blocks. quarterback. He's a marginal quarterback. He shouldn't have thrown the ball. He should have just went down and they kicked the field goal. Um, Actually, they should have just given it to the running back and just three times just try to get that yard. I mean, that's really what you needed to do. Um, but I do want to 
I want to double back for just one second because uh, I just want to talk about this Casey Musgraves vinyl. It's really cool because the cover, if you've seen it, has that um, – it's a heart pendant basically in two – like in halves. It's like broken in half. Right. And the vinyl itself opens that way on the front. So Ooh. you don't have like your normal side or anything or at the top. But, like you open it like that and it opens like, you know, like a window or shutters or something like that. And then the vinyl is in there. So it's really – I just think it's the packaging. It's not super crazy or anything, but it's kind of unique and I really like it. I think it was designed well. Um, that does sound fits cool. with the whole imagery and everything. So I, I really liked that. Um, I don't know if I have any music releases coming out this week for sure. Um, I've been pretty bad about putting them on my calendar because most of the time on Spotify, they always put them on the playlist. Um, so I, I'm – I'm pretty much, pretty pretty excited about this. Um, I'm excited about, and I, I know you probably haven't listened to it. Baby Keem's like not my favorite or anything, but Kendrick does a verse on his album, and it's sick. It's really really good. Um, so I'm really excited for new Kendrick Lamar when that happens. And it's crazy because when Casey released her last album, Golden Hour, we were talking about it earlier. That's, and Lucy Dacus was my second favorite record that year um, with Historian. And it's funny, they both released albums this year and both are definitely going to be my top, like the like the big top of like, I don't know if I'll rank them. I probably won't rank them. But of like, say, if I have seven favorite albums or eight, they're like really just amazing records. Like right now I can think of Turnstile is going to make it. Yeah. Casey's going to make it. Lucy's going to make it. Julian's going to make it. Um there's a very good chance if Kanye would have edited his album, like as far as like the length of it down and picked like about nine or 10, I actually went through it last night when I couldn't fall asleep. I was listening to Kanye and you could actually make a, like a 10 song album out of that. That would have been pretty good. I'm not saying it would have been like anywhere near his best work, but it would have been a pretty good 10 songs. How many tracks? 20. Well, if you don't, it depends if you count the bonus tracks, they're just alternate mixes. They're basically bonus tracks. It's 27 with those. It's really 23, I would say. Um, but if you get it okay. down to like those 10 songs, it's pretty good. It's actually a, it's a, it's a solid record. Like if you had put that out, that probably, it wouldn't have made my top at all, but it probably would have been definitely, definitely made like the cut of like, I talk about it. Like it would have been honorable mention. It would have made the cut. But like those ones I mentioned just now, there's like, there's what, four or five records that would probably make my top list. And I, I don't know if I could choose between them. Then you have so many others I haven't talked about. Like, Olivia Rodrigo, Japanese Breakfast. <laughs> I really like the Natalie Bergman record. That's probably going to be pretty high for me. Um, Halsey, Boxing. There's so many good records out this year. It's insane. Like I- I'm going to have a crazy top list. And it- I've had like one this jam packed in a really long time. You know, we talked about this um, on the first episode, episode zero. Which again, I hope it'll be up soon. But anyways, fingers crossed. You know, we talked about how the ladies have really been killing it lately. I mean, and you just listed the the majority of the of the albums you just listed are are female artists, and they're just killing it right now. Um, And it's just like it's like everything about it. It's like the songwriting is great, the production is great, and I know, granted, there's a bunch of hands in the pot 
on certain yeah. records and everything. Yeah. But like still, Halsey, it's just, everyone's you know, bringing like their A game for these songs. Right. You know, like Halsey, I was interested. I didn't know mm-hmm. how much I was going to end up liking it. It's incredible. But I was interested because she works with Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. So I was already very interested yeah. in that. So yeah, like you said, there's hands in the pot. You know, that's a perfect example. But yeah, they're just, they're just killing it. Uh, I do also want to mention, I haven't listened to it yet because I just, I was busy today, work and all. So, but every time I die, just put out a new single. Their album comes out in October. Very excited to see them at Furnace Fest. But they have a new single. It's called uh, Planet Shit. And. I've is that heard. anything like Diarrhea Planet? <laughs> Who is a band? <laughs> yes, they are a band. I've never listened to them, but they are a band. But I have heard that this, I've liked everything they've put out so far for this album, and I've heard that this song kills. Also, Lamar just got hit in the backfield and fumbled the ball. Yeah. So, Did you see where Andrews, though, years. the play before Andrews fumbled? And then, I don't know what happened there. I don't know why they didn't get the ball up anyway. And then, like, the very next play... Jackson fumbles the ball. Right. Dude, you guys are like, you know what? We don't really want this football tonight. I don't put that on on Jackson though. I mean, he got hit. They just didn't really protect him. Again though, Andrews, he's on my fantasy team and he's given me two points so far. That's it. Just really fantasy so far this year. I just don't have a very good team and the people I do have like aren't doing much. Like Stefan Diggs gave me six point nine. Anyways, it's one game. Um, it's one game. It's even week one. Long I'm season still. I'm definitely gonna check out. I'll probably once we get off. I'll probably check out the Every Time I Die. Um, I was kind of mm-hmm. hoping we could stay on through the majority or through the end of this game, but mm-hmm. it is going so long, and we have already been on for an hour and a half. Definitely. Now, granted, I think the first like three or four minutes we can probably cut, but yeah, we're definitely just over an hour and a half right now. I think about three minutes or four minutes we can cut out of here. When yeah. I open, I, I definitely finished my drink a long time ago. <laughs> I, yeah, I have finished. Gone. I finished my cigar a bit ago too, um, but but yeah. So we should wrap up pretty soon. But no, I'm definitely gonna. Uh, I'm gonna well, check out. well, they're going for a field goal right now, so this could be it actually. Yeah, this since both teams have had the ball, the next team that scores wins. So this could be it. If Dan, uh, is it Dan Carlson? I know he used to be the Minnesota kicker. That's all I know about him. We're basically almost not quite. Um, while, while while we're up here, um, I want to mention something. So I think you're probably still watching the same one. Uh, I know we maybe briefly mentioned it earlier, but they're doing uh, a new thing on ESPN this year. Uh, where they're having Peyton and his brother. I don't think it's every game, but I think it's a lot of the games, like 10 or 12, wow. where they will have like guests on and talk about the games that's happening live. So they've had Russell Wilson. They've had Travis Kelsey. Um, Ray Lewis. Charles Barkley was uh, on. Barkley, when I first turned it on. And it's been yeah. cool. I like it because so many times I don't really care about the announcing in a game. Oh, game over now. <laughs> I figured something either they missed through a pick, is what I was thinking. But no, he threw a touchdown. 
Yeah. Um, your your boy but, Omar, uh, that you like to make fun of just threw a great pass to a wide open receiver for in the end zone for a touchdown. So uh, the Raiders pull it out in overtime, uh, 33-27. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> hey, look, I, did, I didn't realize Dumb and Dumber is going to be here tonight. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But yes, yeah, so his hair has to be the worst. Uh, I can't even think about. of his name right now. Mark, Mark, uh, the owner of the Raiders, like his hair is awful, dude. Like who goes to the barber and is like, you know what? This. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look that good. <laughs> Do you remember Harry from Dumb and Dumber? I would like that. I think that yeah. was Harry was Jim Carrey's character. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's not the, uh, it's not the but, best haircut. But what you're talking about is it's on ESPN2 and it's, it's called yeah. Peyton and Eli. So what we have mm-hmm is the screen is shrunk down a little bit and then on the side of the screen you have a you have a vid, a live video of Peyton and of and of Elias in separate places and they are commentating they're talking about the game so we get to see them be excited we get to see them being like holy cow and then they've had the guests on so it has been cool i'm still mm-hmm. on it as well so they had when we when when you told me to turn to it, we turned to it, and it was Charles Barkley, which that was cool. We got yeah. a basketball player. Love and Charles Barkley. And then it was Ray Lewis. And so they got a lot of talk about defense, and they kind of went nostalgic and talked about playing against each other. And that was kind of, I thought that was neat, just hearing them talk about how yeah. the defenses work. And I love was, that. That was cool. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. And then they had Travis Kelsey. You and I started recording at that point, so I wasn't listening as much. And uh, then they've had Russell Wilson on since, I want to say since before overtime, and he was with them pretty much the whole time up into the end here. But that's a crazy game. Yeah, it, we've we had uh, another good Thursday night Thursday night's game between the Cowboys and Bucks was like that too. Like going back and forth, I end up watching yep. both of these games. But I, I like this broadcast because normal broadcasts are fine. Um, like I, I do like Tony Romo; like he's not my favorite, but I think he's a good announcer. Um, but I like this broadcast because it was it was a different take. Like hearing them when they were talking about the defense with Ray Lewis and how. Like they would look for certain things when they played. I like that because it's like you bring in like your expertise of playing in the NFL, not just like here's what they did here. It's different than like a color commentator or or whatnot when you're watching the game. Because most of the time they'll have a former player be the color commentator and the play by play will be like the sports announcer. And it's like it's not like well he he saw this and it was like it's just like a different like you can it just feels more of like you're hanging out with your friends a little bit. Or you, you like your friends, like they see your friends, like a really good, knowledgeable football, and he's like, "Here's what I'm noticing about this," and and it's kind of like the the vibe you get when you watch it. So I thought it was kind of cool. I liked it. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think they're going to keep it up because like they paid them lots of money to do it. Oh, I'm um, sure. I'm sure. But it'll be interesting I, to see how it, like it, it goes and changes throughout the season. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it was definitely cool. It was definitely neat. But uh, let's. Uh, we'll wrap up. This will be the first yeah. like official episode one of Top Plays. Uh, so, uh, again, sports-wise, coming up, I don't have any like super top plays that I can think of right now other than I am I'm definitely going to watch the Florida game. I don't expect us to do well because it's Alabama. Uh, and then I 
I'm definitely going to watch Jaguars because I'm a Jaguar fan. Again, they're playing Denver. I hope that ends up actually being a good game. That would be a nice surprise. But I am interested to see what the Steelers look like against the Raiders, who just took it to uh, Baltimore. So I'm yeah. interested to see I how like. that goes. What about you? Any any top plays of sports? My, I, I like I like ending it like this. I like this. I know we we didn't talk about this, but I like I like ending it like this, where we pick a like a top player or two from each uh, like topic. So mine's my top play is uh, playing you fantasy football when it comes to sports. Like I'm looking forward to that. The trash talking, sure. but I also want to see how my team bounces back. Um, like Henry and Cook, and I want to see how they do this week. So I'm not panicking or anything, but I'm kind of curious to see how, how if they turn it around this week. So I'm looking forward to that a lot. Second place would be Steelers. When it comes to music, um, I have uh, nothing new coming out uh, this week that's like on my radar. But Phoebe Bridgers is just massive, um, and then I'm getting stoked. Like I'm really looking forward to next week. Uh, we'll probably have minimal sports talk, or because uh, I, I see it being one a very long episode, uh, or or something because I feel like we're going to talk about Furnace Fest a lot, and I'm really looking forward to talking about Furnace Fest. And right. hopefully, we have some more information like vinyl or lineups or something we can discuss. But but I'm definitely looking forward to Phoebe Bridgers, and then uh, I'll probably spin some records tomorrow since I'm off and right. just chilling out. So yeah, I got the new Halsey on uh, vinyl tonight. So ooh, nice. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, one. I, I'm definitely gonna dive more into the Casey Musgraves album. I'm also going to most definitely check out this single from Every Time I Die. I'll check that out since we get off. And then I am stoked for, like I mentioned, the Emory. So, like I said, I won't get to watch it Thursday when it airs because I'll be at work. Mm -hmm. But I'll either watch it when I get home Thursday night if I'm not too tired, or I'll watch it uh, Friday morning for sure. Um, so I'm definitely stoked for that one. Rub some dirt on it again is the title of that. So those are going to be my top plays musically. So uh, yeah, I guess that's it for now. We'll have every we will plan out next week. We'll record either this coming Sunday or Monday, and then yeah, like you said, we're going to be talking a lot about Furnace Fest. Hopefully, we'll have the designated lineup by then. They haven't given it to us mm-hmm. yet. We know. We know who plays what day, and we know who the headliners are of all three days, and that's it. We don't know like what time anybody other than the headliners are playing, so I'm excited to know what that'll be. So, yeah. Cool, cool. We'll call it a wrap. Awesome. Yeah, that's a wrap for tonight.